good and welcome back to another episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric. Oh my goodness, this week, this week, this past week. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so uh, apparently the coup was attempted down in Venezuela. Man, it didn't really do much, it didn't really go anywhere. But it seems that uh, Gallito's popularity in Venezuela begins to dwindle. What's next for the opposition? Asked the morning call. So, Gaido comes in there, and being the CIA plant that he is, uh, you know, promised better socialism for the people of Venezuela, the little rebellion, I guess you can call it, put down pretty quickly, seems to have faded out. Guaido's supporters, uh, quote, didn't follow through, whatever that means, because, you know, they trust CIA for airstrike, right? Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so now we get to this poll that was released Monday that Gaido's approval ratings dropped to 50% down from 84% in January. Still far more popular than Maduro, whose approval rating is at 4%, but the precipitous drop can't be ignored. So this this whole opposition thing in Venezuela, you know, I kind of see it fizzling out before it actually becomes anything. <sighs> yeah, so um, Operation Liberty didn't liberate the country. It only liberated Leopoldo Lopez. So that was uh, one of Gallito's dudes that was uh, arrested, but apparently they freed him. Uh, that was about it. So really doesn't bode well for the people of Venezuela. You know, I really hope that uh, they kind of realize that socialism is not going to be the answer for them. Um you know, and at the same time, and I'm going to say this again, you know, I don't want the U.S. to be interfering in whatever is going on down in Venezuela. I realize there is a crap ton of oil there. It needs to be left alone. But as far as uh, people doing what they got to do um, to be free, you know, I'll cheer for you. I'll clap. But uh, socialism isn't the answer, and... Uh, Gaido, even though he was a CIA plant, I mean, that's all he was going to offer you was just his version of socialism was going to work this time because the guy in charge never does it right. Right. It's really a uh, really sad state of affairs that uh, this is so obvious to everybody paying attention. But I guess you can't convince everybody that uh, there's uh, things afoot that uh, don't pass the smell test. But uh Speaking of passing the smell test, this one, Seattle Times. Oh my goodness. Apparently, uh, Trump's uh, tax returns have been leaked. There's more leaks. And I like this uh, headline, Decade in the Red. Trump tax figures show more than $1 billion in business losses. 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 As I learn how to speak English. Uh... Yeah, so by the time his Master of the Universe memoir, Trump, The Art of the Deal, hit bookstores in 1987, Donald Trump was already in deep financial distress, losing tens of millions of dollars on troubled business deals, according to previously unrevealed figures from his federal income tax returns. So this is what we were all sold on, right? That is that Trump is the business guy, and he's going to help out the business guy. And you know, it turns out he kind of sucks at it. kind of want to get to the part where they get the... Uh, Tax transcripts. 
see the data printout from Trump's official Internal Revenue Service tax transcripts with the figures from his federal tax form, the 1040, for the years 1985 to 1994. 1985 to 1994. Okay. Drudge. Okay, other news sources. If you're going to tell me that you've got Trump's tax returns and I click on this story, I am expecting to see 2013 to 2019. You know what I'm saying? Something a little more recent than 1985 to 1994. This might as well be ancient history. I guess it'll kind of give you a window into what he's doing. And before we get lost in the weeds about, oh, we got him, we got him, you know, this is going to show everything. This doesn't really show anything. This just shows that he was terrible at business in 1985 to 1994. Um... I mean, is that a a window of how he normally operates his businesses and everything? Yeah, could be. You know, 10 years is an awfully long time. But news media, come on. You're saying decade in the red. Okay, yeah, that's, you know, that's nine years of time. Gotcha. So number one, not a decade. One year short. And Trump tax figures show that a billion dollars in business losses losses man i can't speak okay so deceptive on its face and let's go to drudge how's drudge spinning this one uh new york times gets trump tax docs decade in the red big losses yeah it is a decade 30 years ago (laughs) you know there's kids that were born in 1985 that are running for congress now I mean, come on. What are we doing? (laughs) I'll bet you, I will bet you, somebody at the New York Times, when they got this, is like, oh, yes. Yes. We've got them. Oh, it's 1985 to 1994. Run it. We'll put a deceptive headline up there. Those rubes will click on anything. Well, how do you know they'll click on anything? BuzzFeed is still around. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i can't even take this story seriously i really can't don't make me defend the guy i don't like donald trump i don't like him but i mean come on numbers show that in 1985 trump reported losses of 46.1 million dollars from his core businesses largely casinos hotels and retail space and apartment buildings they continue to lose money every year totaling 1.17 billion dollars okay you can't say billions. Oh, never mind. Headline did say one billion. It's so dumb. So dumb. I was expecting, you know, something a little more recent. Because he made such a big stink about not releasing him. Which he doesn't have to do. Well, I want to see your tax returns, Mr. Podcast Host. No. <laughs> no, you may not. Uh, it's bad enough I ain't violate my own fifth amendments every time i send it in there but uh uh okay so um well we talked about the fizzled out coup in venezuela this uh making a mountain out of a molehill story for trump's taxes iran moving ballistic missiles by boat pompeo warns of imminent threat on surprise tip to iraq imminent imminent they're going to have nuclear weapons. 
in the next five years, 20 years ago. Oh, CNN politics. Oh, this is going to be a good story. Iran moving ballistic missiles by boat, U.S. officials say. Uh, let's see. Intelligence showing that Iran is likely moving short-range ballistic missiles aboard boats in the Persian Gulf was one of the critical reasons the U.S. decided to move on an aircraft carrier strike group and B-52 bombers into the region, according to several U.S. officials with direct knowledge of the situation. Laughable sentence if I ever heard one. The concerns over the movement of the missiles was one of the multiple threads of intelligence from various sources that led the U.S. to believe Iran had a capability and intention to launch such strikes against the U.S. targets. Let's see. Iran is on the Persian Gulf. Their country is situated there. If they want to move short-range missiles into that Persian Gulf, kind of what they can do. Right? So, the United States patrols the waters around the United States, Cuba, and everything else. It's kind of where they're at, right? So, if U.S. targets are there in the Persian Gulf, thousands of miles away from the United States, then maybe remove those U.S. targets. But no, can't have nice things, boys and girls. On uh, Tuesday, U.S. Central Command. Oh, no, I got to be all Fox News. CENTCOM. Because I got to act like I'm already in the military. Spokesperson Captain Bill Urban said that they had seen indications that Iranian and Iranian proxy forces were making preparations to possibly attack U.S. forces in the region. Get the U.S. forces out of the region. Problem solved. I know, I know. State sponsor of terrorism, right? Mm-hmm. It's not clear that the... If the Iran could... If the... Iran? Clear if the Iran. You see... I can't take you seriously if you can't write a goddamn sentence correctly. It's not clear if Iran could launch missiles from the boats. You see how I'm proofreading your stuff? Uh, missiles from the boats, or if they are transporting them... To be used by Iranian forces on land. Okay. So what? They're in the Persian Gulf too. Pentagon is considering sending additional firepower to the region, including anti-missile defense systems. Stop. Don't. The U.S. could send Patriot missile batteries back to the region months after the U.S. had brought some back home. Oh, that's right. Let's, uh... Let's do a little thought experiment here. Manufacturer of Patriot Missile System. Let's see what comes up. Raytheon. The MIM-104 Patriot is a surface-to-air missile, SAM, system, the primary of its kind used by the United States Army and several allied nations. It is manufactured by the U.S. defense contractor Raytheon and derives its name from the radar component of the weapon system. I'll just let you connect some dots there on your own. <sighs> okay. Iranian-backed forces in Yemen. Oh, here we go. You see, Donald Trump was correct to veto U.S. strategy has been to make very public announcements about the carrier and bombers and hope to of deterring Iran from any action. Okay, um, 
here's a good deterrent. Not fucking being there in the first place. Do whatever you got to do. Declare victory over whatever is left of Iraq and Afghanistan and get the fuck out of there. Stupid. It's the longest fucking war in U.S. history. The two Bible-thumping redneck motherfuckers want to keep this up. Glass porking lot them. I got my terrorist hunting license picture on the back of my F-150. Gotta protect Israel. Dum-dums. Okay. So. I can't take it. No mo. Can't do it. Alright, so uh, now I'm going to uh, pop on in to my tweet that I had sent out earlier today to see if I got any questions. And I got one. I'll just say iCarbonite1 on Twitter had sent me the following question. What are your feelings on 3D printed guns? I am all for the home manufacturer doing whatever they got to do to make whatever kind of firearms or firearms components that they want. I would also uh, suggest that you don't tell anybody about this. Film it and send it out on YouTube. Or anything. (laughs) Operational security is a big thing. But yes, uh, 3D printed guns, and uh, I know that this particular uh, person on Twitter, they uh, post some videos and stuff of their own 3D printed guns and everything, and I think that's really cool and everything. Um, But I do want to see the technology for 3D printing get a little bit further ahead, Uh, and I see a lot of promise in laser sintering. I believe a few years ago they actually uh, 3D printed a 45, a Colt 1911. Uh, style pistol completely from powdered steel and the laser sintering process but you know for somebody at home that's going to be a little bit too expensive i think the total cost of uh, a laser sintering printer and all the materials and everything and hand fitting and everything it would it would have been like a twenty thousand dollar pistol or something like that don't really remember the exact figure on it but it was like cost prohibitive to to do that but I can see um, maybe not doing an entire pistol, but uh, doing some of the metal parts. But uh, anyone who's got mills, lathes, any kind of metal working tools, I mean, the sky's the limit. You can do anything. You know, I was watching a video earlier today of someone making a, uh, a rifling press out of a hydraulic jack. Some springs and some tube steel. And it did a pretty fair job of rifling a steel pipe. Just saying. But as far as uh, 3D printed guns, yes. Yes. I'm all for it. You know, because one of the tags that I usually put on every episode is agorist. And I believe uh, counter-economics is a good thing. Um, you know, but I would just say be smart about it. You know, while I do enjoy watching the videos of people who've made 3D printed weapons uh, of all various kinds, um, I would say maybe just, you know, be a little be a little smart about it. Keep your operational security in mind. Don't go blabbing to everybody. It's like, oh yeah, I made a gun out of plastic yesterday. I made one of those Liberator pistols. Because number one, we already know that there's confusion out there on the Liberator pistol. Everyone thinks that you can just waltz into an airport with it. They fail to understand that there are metal parts in there that are going to set off a metal detector. Yeah. 
you know, I was uh, was thinking about watching Die Hard 2 or the Die Hard movies again for my stupid movie channel that I'm way behind on. And I, you know, I remember, you know, Die Hard 2, they talking about the Glock made in Germany. It's porcelain, you know, plastic walking into airport security. And I'm a Glock fanboy and there's no ceramic on that pistol. (laughs) You know, a good portion of it is made out of steel. You know, I'm not waltzing in through a metal detector anytime soon with it. (laughs) You know, I I think if the days are coming where I need to sneak that thing into somewhere, I'm not really going to be too concerned about setting off a metal detector. I'll put it that way. But yes, 3D printed guns, big thumbs up. Two, two big thumbs up. And I've got big thumbs. Yeah. I can palm a basketball with these gorilla mitts that I have. So uh, two big trucker thumbs up for 3D printed guns. Uh, but if you have a question that you want to submit for me to answer on the show, uh, by all means do. Uh, send me a DM, DM in uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. You know, I'll take a question that way. Uh, you can also email the show, Ripple with a cause podcast at protonmail.com. I'm going to send a question there. Just uh, put in the subject line questions, comments, concerns. You can do any of that stuff. I'll take it, put it out on the air. And uh, so let's get right into the plugs of the show. So, right before recording this episode, I recorded my super secret uh, episode. Uh, with my little review of uh, Avengers Endgame, and that's going to go up on the Patreon, Bitbacker, and uh, Subscribestar. Uh, and it'll be behind a, uh, a paywall thing on Mines. Uh, so, uh, just a quick review of the movie. I liked it. Uh, I thought there was parts of it that could have been way better. But uh, that's like the little sentence that I'll give you for free. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yes, check out... Uh, you know, Patreon, Bitbacker, and uh, Subscribestar. Um, anything that you can do to support the show is going to immediately go back into getting equipment, advertising, stuff like that. Um, you know, and if you got fiat, you know, you can send me uh, money through PayPal. I got paypal.me forward slash rebel with a cost show. Uh, you can, you know, buy some of my stuff. I got a Teespring store running a Facebook ad on it right now. So you may have seen that come up in your feed. May not have. I don't know. But uh, so far, it's gotten about 2,000 views and about 30 link clicks. Um, you know, I've got T-shirts, I've got coffee mugs and stuff on there. Some redesigns of stuff. Uh, spell checked this time. So aggression is spelled with two Gs instead of one. I'm never going to live that one down. Uh, but yeah, you know, support the show. You know, I'm going to keep doing this regardless. But it'd be nice to, uh, you know make the experience a little bit better for y'all uh next thing on the list uh let's see childberg one it's gonna happen in uh, lake buchanan texas june 8th and 9th i'm gonna be there the uh, friends against uh, friends against the government podcast is gonna be there uh rollo mcflugel of uh rollo mcflugel uh and slappy or uh, no slappy jones is not gonna be there i'm getting ahead of myself uh, Rollo is going to be there with pumpkin spiced uh, fruitcakes and uh, Friends Against Government is going to be there. Um, there may be a, uh, a big name coming. I'm not sure. So don't hold me to that one. 
but I'm definitely going to be there. Uh, going to be telling some tales, maybe drinking some scotch, enjoying the uh, the beautiful lake there in Texas. Uh, man-made lake, from what I understand. It used to be like a quarry or something. But, uh, you know, I'll take it all the, all the same. Uh, so that'll be a fun couple of days. Uh, so be looking out for that. Uh, so go to uh, Chilterberg.com for that one. Uh, they have a shirt. It's, you know, got the wine van on it uh, for Tasting Anarchy. And, uh, you know, down at the bottom, it says, definitely not a cult, because we're not. We're not a cult. There's a t-shirt. No robes. Alex Jones isn't going to be across the lake uh, trying to secretly film in the dark. <laughs> uh, sacrificing stuff to the road toad. <laughs> but anyways, guys, uh, that'll do it for this week. Uh, so check back in next week. Um, and I'm going to start looking into doing video, although I'm not very comfortable with that because the few video episodes that I've done, not really my best. So, but, uh, all the same, uh, you guys, uh, take it easy. See you next week with a new episode.